everything in business is a gamble. People generally buy people. It's genius! We want an education What you're thinking, can you get the buy-in? You're listening to Forest FM, a salon business show with hosts Zoe Below Springer and Killian Vigna. For your industry, by your industry. This month, we're shining a light on some exciting new appointments in Forest. In fact, uh, earlier in May, we've had our Canadian General Manager, Alain Oded, join and talk about uh, his love for the industry and how he values the creativity that comes from it. We welcomed Paolo Braguzzi as a new member of our board. And now in this week's episode, we're excited to announce the arrival of our latest board member, Jana Ronert. I was always into beauty and nature. And I didn't really realize how that resonated kind of in my heart until I started this company, Image Skincare, in 2003. I think salons are so used to servicing people and creating an experience. The technology has always been on the back burner for them. It's, oh, that sounds great, but we don't need to do it. Or, oh, by the way, there's a lot of things out there, but we're, we're not really ready for it. We don't want to invest in it. And I think those salons that choose not to invest in it will probably be left behind in the industry. I've never seen a shift like this, but I think it was due. I think it was coming. And I, I think it's, it's really to the benefit of the industry and to the end consumer. It's only to the benefit of the consumer to embrace this new technology. Jana is no stranger to seeking and acting on opportunities. She's always had an entrepreneurial spirit running through her veins. She's featured in Forbes, recipient of Ernest & Young's Entrepreneur of the Year in 2012 and Florida Business Journal's CEO of the Year in 2016. She's also the founder and chairwoman of Image Skincare, known for changing the health and vitality of skin for women in more than 60 countries and is one of the most successful professional skincare companies in the last 10 years. Jana is also the co-founder of Hush & Hush, a line of luxury beauty supplements to live younger and longer, which launched in 2019 to rave reviews and has quickly become an industry favourite. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Jana. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on Forest FM and to join us with Forest. Congratulations, I should say. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So excited to have you. So Jana, we like to, just before we get into this conversation, because it's all about you sharing a little bit about you with our listeners. But before we kind of get into your background, so much has gone on over the last 12 months. We're dying to know, what have you gotten up to personally? So whether that's you've picked up a new hobby, um, maybe there was a project that you've been putting on the back burner for months or if it's like me for years. <laughs> so is there anything that you've managed to do in the last 12 months that you just didn't find you had time to do at any other period, should I say? Yeah, I mean, you know, although the COVID, I'm, I'm in based in Florida, Palm Beach, Florida. So here in Florida, we've had a little different experience with the COVID, at, you know, as it relates to maybe what you've had in Canada or Ireland. Uh, we kind of got back to business a little bit faster. But I think what I learned, I don't know if it's a hobby, but I learned to be quiet. I learned to be still. And I don't think I've done that in 25 years, just <laughs> been still and have been quiet and had time to really reflect. So that was really a, a great experience for me. 
I'm used to being on an airplane and I would say hyper uber scheduled. And this really allowed me to be still Mm -hmm. and think. And I think when you think you, you have a little different direction and a pathway. Yeah. Uh, I think the second thing was just to really spend a lot more time with family, mm. my family, my immediate family and my extended family and to really leverage, uh, technology, what we're doing today to its highest level, which I had really never done before. Yeah, that's amazing. Will uh, the thinking time, will you try and schedule that into your day going forward? Is that something that you're you're looking forward to? Totally. I do it every day now, whether it's meditation or yoga, just taking some quiet time makes you think at a different level. Was it a real struggle at first? I'd say you probably felt restless and didn't know what to do with yourself initially. It was painful, if you want to know the truth, really painful, Mm. because when you're on such a whirlwind schedule and then all of a sudden it stops, you know, it's not a gradual stop. It wasn't a moderate stop. It was a full stop. One day you're on, the next day everything shut down. So, yeah, it was painful, but now it's it's welcomed and and it feels very natural. That's great to hear. Mm. Well, I suppose... um, Talking about, you know, being all go, go and go. Uh, can you walk us through, I suppose, your journey in the hair and beauty industry? Like how how did you get into it um, and your journey until today, I suppose? Yeah, so my journey into the beauty world began really when I was small. I mean, I was always kind of a skincare junkie. I grew up on a small farm in Nebraska, which is right in the middle of the United States. And um, I I was always into beauty and nature, and I didn't really realize how that resonated kind of in my heart until I started this company, Image Skincare, in... I'm an esthetician also, but I have a business degree, so I kind of tried to combine a little bit of both. And I started Image Skincare in, let's see, 2003, and um, with zero customers, uh, a few professional skincare products. And now today we're in 60 countries and 30,000 spas in the U.S. and um, over, I don't know, 150 products. So we've really grown this company and that's kind of been my journey. And I've always been in the professional skincare space, selling and marketing to physicians, spas, salons, medical offices. Mm -hmm. So that is where my passion is. And that is where my, I guess, area of expertise is in to help build those businesses. Did you ever think starting off that, uh, that business that it would like grow to the size it is now? You know, humbly, yes, I did. I, I, you know, had seen my large competitors and I'd worked with them as an esthetician. And I always knew that if I was going to do this, I wanted to be number one. So that was kind of my goal from day one. I had no clue how I was going to get there. I didn't know how long it it was going to take me to get there. But that's always been the vision from day one. So I'm very happy that it's turned out that way. So you've been quite involved in the industry for a long time. What would you say if you were to reflect back on it would be, I suppose, maybe your proudest moment or even what makes you so proud in general to be part of this brilliant industry? I think there's so many over the years. My most proud moment, 
I would say just being, you know, I guess a leader in the industry now. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of people in skincare and beauty. And to say you're number one, I'm, I'm really proud. Um, I think on a personal level, I'm very proud to be married for 16 years to the same person, not several people. <laughs> um, and I have twins that are 11 and they're just really good human beings. So I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy that I've been able to keep them grounded through this time in their life. All excellent achievements. Absolutely. So aside from, I suppose, COVID, when you look at the industry, I suppose, you know, there's there's quite a bit of challenges to overcome, whether it's utilizing technology to its full extent, you know, and, and being able to shift through that, uh, also adapting to the consumer behavior that's changed in the pandemic. Um, what would you say is the biggest challenge in the beauty world right now? I think it's exactly what you said, Zoe. I think it's technology. I think the the embracing of technology and realizing that even through COVID, uh, we utilized it, but it's not a fad. It's here to stay. People know they can work more efficiently um, with with uh, more technology. And I think salons are so used to servicing people and creating an experience, the technology has always been on the back burner for them. It's, oh, that sounds great, but we don't need to do it. Or, oh, by the way, there's a lot of things out there, but we're, we're not really ready for it. We don't want to invest in it. Mm. And I think those salons that choose not to invest in it will probably be left behind in the industry. Mm. Would you say that would happen pretty quickly? I'd say very quickly. I'd say it's now. Hmm. And that's why I think this opportunity, you know, with me on the board of Forest, and when I looked at this, this opportunity was so exciting to me because it's, it's here and now. And I think the vision of what this company has had for many years is really now so elevated that there's so much opportunity for this company to grow. Uh, we just need to get the word out and educate the salons on how they can grow their business and what it means to adapt to this new technology. And uh, I think it's there's never been a better time to kind of teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Just to really kind of emphasize the importance of moving online and moving towards technology, like we've seen such a the industry kind of such a shift in the industry in the last. The past year, if your business isn't online, then you're almost invisible, essentially. If you're not using yep. technology to drive those online features, clients are never going to find you. But can you remember, as opposed to compare it now to before, do you remember the last time when something affected the industry or has had such an impact on the in industry that salons have had to adapt? You know, I never have in my career. This is the biggest, um, I mean, there's never been a pandemic like this in my lifetime where the entire world shut down. You know, I've been where there was in South Africa, the Ebola. I mean, there's been a lot of different issues in the world, but nothing like this. So no, I've never seen a shift like this, but I think it was due. I think it was coming. And I, I think it's, it's really to the benefit of the industry and to the end consumer, the ease of which having a service, um, getting a peel, getting a skin treatment, it, it's only to the benefit of the consumer to embrace this new technology. Couldn't agree more. 
I'm just curious, like if anything could happen in the next five years, what would be your hopes for the beauty world? I, I think what Forrest is doing is the first step to a better place is technology um, and being able to connect with the spa and that consumer. I think that AI and the artificial intelligence is very interesting to me mm -hmm. because I think online consultations and looking at how a treatment can remove wrinkles and you can show that online, how your hair color can change on a, on a consultation online and then actually going in and getting that service immediately is a very unique thought that I think would be really important for the industry. To do all that work up front and then to just step foot and maybe chit chat, have a coffee and then get it done is really exciting to me. So that's where I would like to see the industry going. And how do you see the future of retail going? I, I think it's going to be still very omni-channel. I don't think the brick and mortar is ever going to go away. I, I hope it does not because I think that touch and feel and experience of talking to somebody, really touching that product, smelling it, testers, I hope that never goes away. Mm -hmm. But I think the ability to drop ship, if a client comes in and they really find their perfect program, I hope that we can get the spas, salons, doctor's offices to be able to drop ship to say, you know, Zoe, every month, this is what you need. I'm just going to deliver it to your door. You don't have to worry about it. Here's a click. This is what I want. You know, you give me the feedback if the serum's working good for your hair. You know, I think all of those elements, I think, are really important for the end consumer to make it as easy as possible without a Amazon approach. Yeah, and just to kind of reiterate the whole brick and mortar, like salons are the backbone to every economy. So it's not like they can just shut the doors and move completely online. No. Like we've seen doctors go online with telehealth, but they're good for consultations. You still, it's a very physical industry. You have to go yep. in, you have to have that that physical presence. So yeah, whether the stocks products are online or in store, it's kind of driving that sales approach. So getting more confident and comfortable with selling the products. Because at the end of the day, we want them. <laughs> we want to buy them. We just don't know how to talk about totally, them. Totally, yeah. totally, absolutely. And I think if you can provide in the future that that menu, that, I guess, buffet of options online and, and your end user and your customer can engage in that, I think it makes the experience so much better in, in, in the store, in the mm -hmm. beauty salon, in the treatment room, because you know exactly there's just, and then you've got time to research it, what you want to do. You know, a lot of times I think in the past you'd go into a doctor's office or a spa or a salon, and then you'd come out thinking, I didn't even want that. Or I wish I wouldn't have done that. I cut my hair too short. I went my hair too dark. You know, I didn't get rid of the gray enough. I had more wrinkles. My lips are too small. They're too big. Whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but I think if you can upfront know exactly what you want, do a little research when you go in, it's already an expectation of you're happy. And I think happy means... Um, growing your business. People that are happier spend more. Yeah, that's very true. You know, it's pretty simple. So Jana, we've already kind of touched off where you see the industry moving in the sense of you have to be more technological, more data-driven, things like those. But 
For you, you were the founder and chairperson of Image uh, Skincare, and now you're moving to Forest, which is a 100% software company. Yep. You've always seen technology as being the, the new kind of journey for everyone to go. But how did you come to decide that you want to be part of the board of directors at Forest here? You know, it's really interesting how how the world becomes very, very small. So image skincare in Ireland, and I'm happy to say this, I'm I'm like, you know, looking up to the to the skin stars and God that image is number one in Ireland. Every three hundredth person in Ireland has an image skincare product in their bathroom. Can you believe that? It's totally crazy. I can, I see them in there. (laughs) And so, so for, I think, so, you know, Forrest um, had probably my name in the hat because of that. But what's interesting is the first customer that I ever had at Image Skincare is based in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and their name is Cole Salon. And I have known them even before Image. I used to represent another brand. I've known that group for 25 years. And when Forrest reached out to me, oh, by the way, I was talking with the the owner and their executive team on Zoom one day. They were asking me, you know, what's in your plans? What are you doing? You know, that's what life is about is relationships. And I said, you know, I've, I've been really thinking about joining a board. I've had a lot of different options. I wasn't really interested because I'm pretty busy right now. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of businesses, two kids, um, uh, pretty busy. And I said to this Coles, my very first customer, I said, you know, I'm thinking about joining this board forest. They said, forest, oh my God, <laughs> we just after 30 years are changing our our system to forest. She goes, you've got to join that. <laughs> you, it would be great. In Minneapolis, or in Edina, Minnesota. Wow. You know? And so those two things, I just said this this was meant to be, mm, yeah. you know? So our, my first distributor in, in Ireland, still our Renaissance, you know, he really recommended it and put my name in the hat. And then I have my first customer. So it, it was meant to be. Isn't, yeah. isn't that just like, it just gives me goosebumps when I think about it. Worked out in our favor nicely. <laughs> it, it was meant to be, right? Yeah, yeah. So I guess um, we're coming to the end of this, um, but we do, I, I guess this is a bit of a curveball question because I didn't mention this in the start. Um, we do have a deck of thought starter questions that we usually ask at the end of our interviews. Yep. I mixed up this deck uh, just before the, the we started recording. Um, so when we flip one, no one knows what's, what's on top, um, but they're usually easy enough questions to answer. So if you're ready for it, um, I would be more than happy to ask that question. Let's go. All right. What career advice would you give your 16-year-old self? 2020 was the year consumers changed their habits. Supporting local and buying online. Online purchases increased by 50%. Social media influenced 55% of those decisions and 70% said they'd buy online again. So this begs the question, how well did your salon adapt? The good news is Forrest now has an online health score calculator. In less than five minutes, you can get your own bespoke report with tips on how to improve your online marketing, social media, online reputation, and salon website. Take the assessment today at forest.com slash online hyphen health hyphen score. Uh, trust your gut. That's a good Ooh, one. That yeah. is a good one. Yeah. When you think of like your career, when has that specifically helped you? When, when I didn't follow my instincts, when I followed a textbook, 
when I followed someone that maybe had less or even more experience, but I didn't follow my instinct, it always turned out wrong. So you got to follow your gut if you can and just go with it and never look back. Hmm, that's brilliant advice. Well, everyone listening, yeah, I hope agree. You... I love that advice. Yeah. <laughs> Don't overthink it. Just <laughs> whatever your gut's Don't telling overthink you, Don't overthink it. Yeah. Mm. And surround yourself by people who can help when you, that's not your area of expertise, I suppose, and they can follow their gut. Totally. <laughs> totally. Well, look, listen, Jana, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on Forest FM. And once again, welcome to Forest as well. Um, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Thank you. It was a pleasure. You guys are great. Thanks a lot. So just like we mentioned in the interview, we're very excited to welcome Jana to the Forest Board of Directors as she brings a strong U.S. perspective on the industry. She's full of ideas, has an incredible business acumen, and we can't wait to see what comes in the near future as we continue to scale and grow with a conscious care for the industry and community. Don't miss next week's video episode in which we'll be discussing one of the industry's favorite and most anticipated campaigns and also making quite a big announcement. But in the meantime, don't forget to head over to force.com forward slash FM, subscribe to the show's email newsletter, get the transcripts for these episodes. And uh, as always, if you want to share your thoughts on Forest FM or this episode specifically, send us an email at forestfm at force.com or you can leave us a review on Apple Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, stay safe and we'll catch you next Monday. All the best. This episode was edited and mixed by Audio Z, Montreal's cutting edge post production studio for creative minds looking to have their vision professionally produced and mixed. Great music makes great moments. Forest FM, the Salon Owners Podcast, is brought to you by Forest Salon Software. Get your clients back in more often, spending more, and generating referrals. Let's grow.